Okay, so now we just need an intro. Uh, something like... Friendly sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. The friendliest sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. That's it. Ah, all right, cool. Let's start the show. Welcome to the Friendly Sparring Podcast, the podcast where one of us used to be a piece of shit. You we think this is slick back? This is pushback. We did say used to. Used to. People can change. I yeah. can change. What a way to start this podcast. I mean... <clears throat> You know what? For a, a Sean Strickland fight night that ended up being a very boring <clears throat> fight at the end of the day, pretty, pretty on par for what we have to to talk about. So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, welcome to our friendly sparring podcast. This is our host, Juice. Yeah. I'm the other host, Leo. I feel like that was just as much for you as it was for the listeners. Like, let uh, me remind myself where I am exactly, in consciousness. Yes. Yeah, I'm not that high. This is a podcast. Yeah, this is definitely I a host podcast. it with my yeah. friend also. We're here. Yeah, yeah, we're here talking about Sean Strickland did fight last night or sort of. I mean, they, you know, kind of touched each other a bunch. Yeah, uh, they kind of touched, they, they touched tips and they were like, let's go. Yeah, and then that was it. And then for some reason, one of them won because anyway. Well, <clears throat> Juice, as you can see, uh, is on location on Fight Island right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> preparing. He had to sneak onto Fight Island as a, you said, a, a Mormon missionary. Yeah. 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 They wouldn't let me on because of the whole, you know, quarantine rules and covid policy and all that Mm -hmm. you know hashtag what's going on in the world yeah but i was like you wouldn't turn down also just before we go any further uh hashtag black history month uh like ufc put in haphazardly oh yeah dude and then fucking have benefits y'all be like well we like to celebrate our black and african-american athletes anyway here's two white guys in the main event piss piss Pissed me off. Literally pissed the way a whole kingdom. What? No, wasn't there the whole time. I and I was like watching it like for the first four, uh, first three or four fights. Then all of a sudden it just pops up, and I was like, "What the hell? What's this?" Bro, it's almost like nothing. Nothing even like what's even worse. Nothing like UFC. Nothing. Just hashtag Black History Month. That's it. Come on, guys. It was almost like it wasn't there the whole time. Broadcast. Yeah. It was almost like they forgot. Yep. And then someone was like, "Hey guys, it's no. February." No. Like this, we're this, in. No, this is what happened. This is what happened. They thought they 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 kept thinking like, they were like, "Oh man, these are some good fights." You know who else is a good fighter? Michael Chan. Shit! It's Black History <laughs> Month. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! It's Black History Month. By the way, so many people making the Michael Chandler Black History Month joke. Hey guys, I was on that train last year when it happened. Yep. Been, been rolling on that train this entire time, all year. Can't believe that happened. 
Still can't believe it happened. And guess what? It's probably going to happen in some way again. And last night, UFC proved it because they literally just in the middle of the broadcast thought of Michael Chandler and put hashtag like history, but that's exactly what went through their brain. I love that you said literally when you're inferring their thought process like that <laughs> officially happened. I'm not inferring anything. That I is, didn't rig shit. That is for sure what happened. That is someone in, in the truck thought to themselves, Michael Chandler, oh shit, Black History Month. Someone in the truck thought that. What if Michael Chandler sent them a text? Just like, hey guys, just checking in. And they're like, oh shit, Michael Chandler, put the hashtag. Yeah, yeah, put it up there. Dude, so (laughs) bad. So haphazard. I couldn't believe it. It was so weird. It's uh, I mean, part of me feels like UFC obviously has their stuff together in the sense that I'm sorry, what the fuck did I just say? UFC has their stuff together. That's not true. It's not Um, true at all. But hopefully they they filmed a, a segment before. Uh, I don't know. They they did something for the what do you call it? The they did something for Cinco de Mayo last year. Didn't I don't know. Fucking it's so stupid. It's all dumb. You mean Hispanic Heritage Month? Oh yeah, whatever it is. I don't okay. care. I'm Hispanic. Anyway, uh, so let's talk about Juice being a Mormon <laughs> on location in Fight Island. <laughs> what I was gonna say is the patrons will notice that I'm. Looking pretty good, not gonna lie. I got a nice fucking red tie on right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was just, I just did a cabaret. I just literally just came from here, which actually inspired the intro. Uh, if those of you have seen, um, I think you should leave. And if you haven't, fix it. But- also, uh, for those of our listeners that are not familiar with a cabaret, a cabaret specifically is when uh, hey, multiple. If you're not uh, familiar people- with a cabaret, Google it. Yeah, it's true. Google it. But I'm just gonna tell you guys, multiple people get on. Uh, a stage, different types of performers. Yeah, mostly like, solos. Like it's not. Yeah, like at once, but all at once, and they and they all uh, get up, do their solo, and they transition to another one. Some cabarets are very straightforward. Some are a little whimsical. Some have really transitions and things like that. Although you know, Juice just performed in it. Uh, I'm sure he did like six. What you did like sixteen numbers, something like that. Two. Oh, okay. Okay. I solo want to duet. The, the the name of the cabaret was called Love Struck. Who was the duet with? Uh, it was my friend Lizzie. Oh. What were you expecting? I thought it was going to be Kate for some reason. Yeah. You know what's funny? She was in it and also like organized it. Like she was the director of it kind of with, with someone else. Everyone was like, why didn't you guys? I'm like, I don't know. Why didn't the person who was picking the songs also put that together let's ask them what do you think wife <laughs> but and, and hey, anyway. bro, hey bro i'm not gonna lie the second this episode gets out the second this episode gets out you're getting the hand across your face you're getting getting she doesn't listen what are you talking about <laughs> Someone's reporting to her, Juice. Okay. Listen, if anyone does that, you're getting blocked on site. Oh, wow. on site. On site. This is his time. There's nothing worse than a snitch tweeter. Let me just let me say, there's nothing worse than a snitch tweeter. Yeah, nothing, nothing at all. That includes snitch tagging fighters. Like someone is like you're you're trying to talk shit, but you're not tagging them. You're like, oh, what what does at Sean Strickland have to say about that? Huh? 
You, character. Would you say that to his face? Ashton Strickland. That's a new troll. Well, 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 yeah. Snitchhacker has a different voice. <laughs> oh, well, I think at Stylebender is going to get knocked out. What do you think? Somehow we have created two troll voices on this podcast. It's the best. Yeah. It's the best podcast there ever was. At Johnny Bones needs to fight Francis and Ganu. <laughs> you know what, what I love about this voice? The fucking worst part of Twitter is the like fucking teenagers with the faceless accounts. The fucking Twitter. That voice I just did sounds like a fucking teenager. All of the teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're a teenager um, listening to this, the show, that's not directed at you because you're awesome by default, by de facto. If you listen to this podcast, ipso facto, facto, whatever those words mean. Hey, man, words how, are hard. How did you feel about the performance tonight, Juice? How did I feel? Honestly, uh, I crushed it. I'm not going to lie. Like, the, the, there yeah. isn't uh, a universe in which I didn't absolutely nail. Um, no, I, I kind of fucked up my solo a little bit. It was better last night, but the duet was, we nailed it. Um, I sang for my solo, I sang. Um, Grow and old with you, the one that we sang at the wedding, um, from uh, from from the wedding singer, mm-hmm. and I sang for the duet was uh, anything you can do, uh, I can do better from any get you got. The, oh yeah, anything you can do, I can do better. Yeah, yeah. So it sounded just like that too. I was like, my cat, my cat. And you were singing it, yeah, it's the solo by yourself. Good. Yeah, and then I played both parts. Oh, good. I just had a little hat. Oh, good. Just a very tiny hat. It's funny, uh, it's funny actually. My my partner that I sang with, Lizzie, she she was like, "I have two cowboy hats. We could do it. I w- I have a pink one and a brown one. Which one do you want?" I was like, "What do you think? <laughs> Give me the pink." Yeah, obviously, one in the pink, one in the stink. Yeah, everybody knows that role. Everyone knows that game. Well, I'm happy that you had a great performance last night. Thank Speaking you. of great performances last night, ladies and gentlemen, I had these second- fighters <laughs> did not have any. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That did not happen at all. <laughs> I, I probably had the opposite of sex last night. I went to I went I went to four hour improv amateur audition show. So that's the opposite of sex, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that is the opposite of sex. Actually, so I was there for four hours. Uh, it was pretty. It was okay. I mean, <clears throat> in, the in, improvisation is designed to, by default. I'm sorry, by default, the way the theaters work specifically. Wow, we're just. I'm not even telling you how. I'm just being your all. All your Googles tonight, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. All the Googles. yeah, all the Googles. So. Uh, a theater normally invokes like feelings of uh, whatever's happening in front of you uh, is usually kind of heightened because of that reason, because you're going into a place to be entertained. So even amateur improv can be good or it can make you laugh because you're there to try to want to do that. Um, so there was a couple of, you know, diamonds in the rough. Uh, there was a guy that went on that I feel really bad for. Uh, not bad. It's just it, he was playing like elementary style improv games in the middle of the audition so it was weird so like he was playing an imp like improv an improv game was he hitting you with some zip zap zap no the way that he was doing improv was like uh he did improv tag tag it 
like tag oh. out when you're the first frozen. That's the yeah. only way he would do improv. And he was really also bad. So that was worse, <laughs> but he would like, you know how, I mean, we've seen some of the greatest improvisers on the planet earth yeah. probably. Um, and the way he was playing was uh, if you've ever seen any sort of improv show uh, or whose line is it anyway, they do it all the time on whose line is it anyway. There's a game where they tag the person out and that person finishes that person's yeah. sentence. And then they yeah. try to create a new scene with it just by the same sentence. That is like, at an improv show is very incredibly strange uh, because normally you're just kind of creating stuff on the fly and you're not playing like a, a specific type of game. Every time he played it, it was very bad, but there was a girl there who was really, really good. And she was hitting all these things out of the park and she kind of had like a very shy demeanor, but she was really, really just knocking everything out of the park, listening really well. And, and just had a lot of good one-liners. So four hours of that um, <clears throat> came home, cried a lot. That is the opposite of sex. Yeah. Although sometimes I they mean, go hand in hand. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes yeah. yeah. Sometimes they go hand job and hand job. Sometimes. But yeah. tears are really good lube, actually. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> um so yeah, but last night, um speaking of what's really good lube, uh fucking blood. Oh, worst thing you've ever said. Perfect segue. I'm not going to lie. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, last night's fights were so fucking hot. I'm just kidding. They were fine. They were okay. I was going to say, I rewatched them this morning. They were fine. The, the I rewatched the main part. Okay, okay. Oh. let me tell you. Okay. We'll, we'll get to it when we get to it. Juice uh, is about to inform everyone, and I'm going to inform them before he informs them that he did not watch the prelims yesterday. Um, and yes, that's I'm okay. going to inform you that Leo just informed you the correct thing, which is that I didn't watch the fight. He did not watch the fights, but right now I'm also. Was performing. Yeah, he I was performing. I was leaning down. He's, he's doing a very, very good job at performing Les Mis. And we all. I fucking hate Les Mis. Enjoyed it. Yeah, I know. That's why he was performing it so much. And we loved it. <laughs> It's trash. so much. And right now I'm looking up the card because I'm trying to remember the order of uh, what we had. And let's go. Okay. So I'm going to talk about two of the fights that, that got me pretty hyped. You know what? Um, surprisingly enough, I, did, I know you didn't watch them, but um, the Alexa Davis and the uh, uh, Julia, 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 Julia Ranko. Julia Ranko. That was a really good fight. Nice. I was very surprised with how good that fight was. Uh, it, it was pretty back and forth between the two of them uh nice. say this, obviously you know kind of edging it out um <clears throat> and then i saw people saying like alexis davis needs to be cut based on her record i think that like if she lost it would have been like her fourth straight loss something like that right i mean yeah but sam Alvey. anyway we're gonna get to him um <laughs> oh we're gonna get to him uh so uh and then i'm also i mean she was just just had a really really great performance uh and then dude a freaking alameda Everyone, everyone fought really well. Philip Rowe fought really well. Uh, I'm trying to think of like the stand. I mean, uh, in Joe Kuwani, yeah, in Joe in Joe Kuwani, bang bang. Uh, hey man, uh, really brought up to his name, dude. That guy has literally the deepest voice on the planet Earth. I kid you not. You got to watch some of his post fight. He he literally sounds like I don't. It's it's he kind of sounds like. I don't know. Just like he's, you know what? He just sounds like he's from the depths. You know, that's all I got to say. Just like <laughs> chitty, chitty, guy, bang, bang. Yeah, that's what, what. Hey, man, he really lived up to that name because he knocked that. I love it. Uh, it the, he, just the name on paper made me think of the, the good place. 
Perfect. Uh, Have you seen that? No. Um, oh, it's so good. You got to watch it. I'm sure. I'm sure it's good. Don't be like me, dude, with recommendations. Oh, don't, don't, he, said, <laughs> he said, don't be like him. Do what I say, not do what I do. Okay, but uh, yeah, but don't watch anything that you recommend. Okay, got it. I mean, granted, you did watch Licorice Pizza, so that's fair. That you did watch it. I did. I, I, and you know who else watched it? Kevin Chiley. Kevin Chiley, baby. Yeah. Uh, and also, after 10 years, I listened to Coheed and Cambria. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, randomly, because you found out that they were pretty good. I'm going to see them in two weeks. I'm very excited. I tagged you in the thing. Is that the, is that the thing? You tagged me? On Facebook. On Facebook. Not, not anything that these people know about. I mean, this is not a Facebook you, podcast. You tagged me uh, on Facebook. <laughs> bro. Bro, bro, I'm on Facebook literally all the time. I'm 31. <laughs> uh, so... So I don't see a tag uh, relating to Coheed at all. So you okay? Lie. So we're gonna have to pull up receipts here because I definitely yeah. sent it. We're gonna have to pull this up earlier today. Was, was it in a message? No. Oh, it was on the you. timeline. It was on someone's post. Nope. No. It was someone no. uh, I went to no. school with. I don't want to say their name. No, bro. They don't no. want their name said on the podcast. Bro, literally. Oh, tagged it eleven hours ago. Eleven uh, hours ago, nothing. Eleven hours ago. My bro, brother, my brother posted oh. about the <laughs> I was putting oh, my wow. <laughs> in the fucking There's background. More background, more background that we got. All right, anyways, what is it? Uh, yeah, because whatever it is, probably. <laughs> now I gotta text you so you see the whole thing, okay. and so you know it was legit, and you Thank can find it out. Okay. Why no, did it send? Link. It's it's the uh, the Great Destroyer tour, right? Yeah, dude. I'm I'm going to that. Uh, oh, literally, Link uh, followed may be broken, or the page may have been removed. I think that probably just means you don't follow them. Perfect. Oh, which is maybe why, like maybe they have a private page. Maybe that's oh, why. Oh, that makes sense. This is why I didn't. didn't you, why up. you didn't get the notification? But yes, uh, I am going. I'm going to send a screenshot so you know that I'm legit because I got receipts. They're, yeah, their first show that they're doing is at a is in a small like western town, um, in um. That's so emo. In California, it's really cool, and I'm definitely gonna wear uh, a cowboy hat uh to the event it's a it's at this place called pappy and harriet's and i'm so stoked and Pappy and harriet's great name great little town it's literally outside of palm springs it's like i have money or something because i fucking don't i bought the tickets a long time ago very expensive what's anyway, town outside palm springs matter. is it la quinta uh yeah usually by like yes actually it is it is remember we went there to train for our old job I do remember that. I and we can't say the old we job. This is it. the longest episode we've even ever though we have said we have not even gotten to a single. Well, you talked about the Alexis Davis fight, to be fair, and yeah, the, I did, you I said did. the cheaty. I feel like we already covered the prelims. Yeah, we covered the prelims. That's a good point. All right. Well, anyways, Cody and Cameron rips, and I'm gonna go see them in two weeks, uh, twice. Uh, this will be my second time watching them two times in a row, which I'm very, very excited for. Um, and I'm going to be front row and there's going to be images of me <laughs> out there. There's going to be photo evidence that I was attending. Yeah. So you saw it like just night. In my, in my cowboy hat that may or may not be from the dollar store. And by that, I mean, that nine cent only store. Um, <clears throat> so with that being said, I'm very excited to uh, be going to that event. Uh, with that being said, let's move on to more important things you guys don't you guys don't actually listen to this podcast to hear about our no, lives about what we stop. think about our lives don't listen to the podcast 
Yeah. Just you guys like, don't you guys don't care that we we No, can I say something? I feel like people actually listen for the other stuff. The fights are just filler. They're like, "Oh, boring. Get to the fucking bullshit." I, you know, I you know what's funny about that? I think because if my if my breakdowns were a lot more technical then I think they fought well. Uh they probably listened a little bit more so, but honestly, I just I was like, "Yeah, that fight excited me." Or, you know, honestly, you know what? We're going to start something right now. Going to start it. We're going to try to chub scale, okay? So whether or not a fight gets me hard or not. Okay? Oh, yeah. So speaking of that, speaking of that, that. straight into the main card with, unfortunately, someone who took my man's name. My arch nemesis. Got me Julian super Arosa. hard. Because yeah. that fight was fucking bloody and sick as fuck. Yes, it was definitely a 9.5 out of 10 on the chub scale. And it makes me mad all the time that like Julian Rosa puts on such exciting fights. I'm like, oh, I want to hate him, but he's such an exciting fighter. Dude, really, bro. And the fact that Steven Peterson hung in there is great. But even more interesting is that he missed weight. So Julian Rosa didn't get. 50k. No, nope, uh, 100k. Come on, does it get any better than that? You fought a hard fight. Listen, fight. And, a white guy was, whose nickname is Ocho doesn't deserve a bonus. Yeah, a, a, and a guy who took your name, I guess, does. Yeah, you know because, that they say. You know what they say? Like, uh, you know, they say in like in like competing sports. You know, you you hope that the team that beats you goes goes all the way. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just like, just like, but I mean, Julian Rosa didn't beat you, although he probably could beat you up. Um, he probably could, but also, I'm 300 pounds, Leo. Yeah, so just this little 150 pound motherfucker, I'll kill him. So you know what, guys, do the math. Like do that's the math, it. dude. Do the math. He's double. He's double juice. Double. Anyway, Julian Rosa put on a fucking My spectacular. Too. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. We've seen Julian Rosa's cup. Yep. We got it. And we've all seen my penis. We've all seen juice penis. Juice penis. That's yeah, everyone has derived from yep. There's no there's no question that people have seen Aaron Juicy Juice Jackson's penis. There's no doubt that everyone has no seen it. No doubt. That. Everyone has seen it. I'm raising my hand right now saying that I've seen it. Yeah. So Anyway, Julian Arosa fought really well. Juicy has a big penis. Let's move on. Yeah, well, uh, you said enough about it. We talked yeah. about my cock. We talked about the chub scale. We definitely haven't said enough. I'll tell you that because there's, can I tell you something? There's a lot to talk about. You know what I mean? Like mm. there's a rotund amount of stuff to talk about. There's a, honestly, we could talk about it at girth if we wanted to, uh, which I, I honestly don't think anyone's ever used that terminology. Yeah. Before. At girth. Uh, I don't think anyone's ever said, I want to talk about something at girth. Um, I will say this. This is this podcast. Yeah, this is the friendly sparring, friendly pegging podcast. Yep. Um, I will say this. Although Steven Peterson had uh, a crazy knockout against Martin Bravo a couple years ago, they like both did a spinning back fist. Martin missed, but Steven landed, something like that. It was a fucking crazy KO. I've never thought he was like amazing. Right. Julian Arosa, I was like, I think he's on the come up. He's a, he's definitely a prospect to watch. He Steve Peterson gave 
Julian Rosa, a tough ass fight. And what was interesting to me was like, not interesting, but like if I were to like armchair quarterback this, like from my fucking chair, like, oh, Julian Rosa, they're like both very offense heavy. I'm sorry, just for the listeners and, and me and my own purpose. Did you say armchair? You mean, um, you mean a, a beach armchair tournament? Right? No, yeah, mean I mean, like, a, I mean a beach, beach chair. Right? Yeah. yeah. You're sitting in my beach chair, my golly. We got a couple more voices coming at you guys. Uh, yeah. So, Stephen. <laughs> Julian Arosa leaves with his head too much. <laughs> he blocks punches with his chin. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a fucking good hard fought battle. And Julian Arosa at the, at, the, at the end of the fight screaming at Stephen Pearson. Come on, dude. You can't ask for anything. Love it. And uh, in comparison to fucking Sean Strickland's ass screaming at her man, bro, I have I have to talk about that. If if I forget, you have to remind me that we have to talk about the fucking screaming. If there's if there was no other clear indication that it's a gimmick, it was that. It was that. Well, I mean, he is a villain, as they say. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, um, moving on from that fight to, uh, hey man. Trayson Gore, Ryan Battle. Hey guys, just be more interesting. Hey, yeah. If you if you're gonna fight all the way through a through a uh, like a we're talking, you know, there's people that so many people have come up through tough that have like really put their name season, you know, whatever winners, you know, uh, Nate and and Michael Bisping. Um, I don't know Nate Diaz too. I don't know why I said Nate. Like anyway, um, hey man, like just be more interesting fighters, both of you. Like, just, like I watched the fight and I was like, oh, these guys like uh, Brian, the next fight that Brian Battle's going to get, if he, if he gets anyone worth anything, going to get toasted. I got to say, like, Brian Battle, <clears throat> I, I'm becoming a fan of. Good. I, okay, I get what you say. Well, it's, it's valid. Well, you know but like, now I watched we're... Tough and his story was interesting to me. And I like that. I like that his fucking nickname is Pooh Bear. Like, he's leaning into the fucking try hardness. Now that we are in the culture of everyone telling everyone that that they're wrong, guess what, Juice? I was wrong. Those two guys fought really well last night. Anyway, um, yeah, I was really excited the whole fight. And and dude, I don't know whatever they were trying to whatever narrative they were trying to push at us like bad blood, that's boring. <laughs> I don't think they were pushing bad blood. And like I think it was valid because Treshawn was meant to be in the final with him. Yes, but yes. he got injured. And like watching that season. Everyone thought Treshawn was just gonna fucking run through everybody because he he was this explosive striker. Mm-hmm. And in his in his first um, fight, I think it was his first fight, they gave him a wrestler, and he was able to defend the takedowns. And so they were like, okay, so if this guy can fucking defend takedowns like that, and he's a fucking amazing striker with fucking knockout power, like that's it, dude. And like Brian Battle was just like he's pretty good, like well rounded, like never yeah. that, like he just re- he's really picked you know, uh, he really picked him apart. Right, exactly, and that's why he was in the in the interview. Even though it was kind of cringe or whatever, like when he was like to take the trophy, and he was like, "This is this is mine still. I still prove it or whatever." Like, I just hope he doesn't. <laughs> I know it was because Trayshawn was supposed to be in the final. Like, if he does right. that after every fight, I'm like, uh, uh, I don't. I don't think he will though. No, no. Just um, saying. Uh, speaking of uh, people with very very small trophies, uh, bad segue. Uh, Sam Alby got beat up. Yeah, it got beat up bad, dude, and, and it's and it sucks because. As, hold on, as as our uh, great Patreon listener Dave L said, uh, he got clubbed and subbed. Clubbed and subbed. What and a great fucking way. 
And honestly, that's exactly what that's exactly what happened. Whenever I, I read the when I read it, I was like, because he was like, what happened? And I, I, I said, uh, oh, he, he got I said he got punched. Yes. And I said he got choked. Yes. And then he said, oh, club and sub. And I was like, hey, that's the best way to put it. Because that's exact. That's exactly yeah, not gotten, what got choked out. Yeah, club got and sub. Love um, to see it. Thanks, Daybell, for that. Thanks for coining that. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, like a little rub and tug, but like a club and sub. Yeah, exactly. Same thing. You know what? Sometimes you can have all those things happen at the same time. Your <laughs> limp body and some, and someone has their hand on your limp penis at the same time. <laughs> um, Get your hands off my penis. Still probably one of the greatest internet videos of all time. Uh so it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, uh, Brandon, uh, Brandon Allen uh, came last night. <laughs> no, uh, Brandon Allen uh, got the notice on what? Thir- he they said Wednesday or something like that. Like, I think it was crazy. this week. I don't think it was Wednesday. I'm no, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it was, was like it? Th- yeah. It was. It was really, really mm. quick. Uh, the turnaround was really fast and. Uh, and still beat Sam Alvey. Guess what? Not getting cut from the UFC. <laughs> yeah. They're really trying to fucking... And, and I was listening to MMA by Milliken, and he made a great point. <sighs> the reason why they keep Sam Alvey around is he's like publicly against unions. And the UFC fucking does not want the fighters to unionize. So they're like, hey, let's keep Sam Alvey, who will literally fight for free. And he's a dumb fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Yeah, those are meetings that happen at UFC. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Who's that dumb piece of and shit? And they're like, uh, you know what? I saw Sam Elvey on the news on January 6th, 2021, carrying that podium. I like his attitude. Yeah. Is what Dana is saying. Uh, I mean, Brendan Allen got, got, you know, clocked a couple times. Sam Elvey, I think, did okay. Uh, but then, you know, obviously, Brendan just kind of popped him in the head got him down and just swarmed his back quickly, got the choke real fast. Uh, so, you know, good on Brendan Allen. I don't know who he's supposed to fight next or what he's supposed to do. Um, but still, still, still a guy who calls people out terribly. So. Yeah. Yeah. Still a guy who white nutted for Macy Barber in my mentions. Never will forgive him for that. But anyways, yeah, never. Um, yeah. We'll fight him. We'll I think this was a good that. tune-up fight for him. And like, that's a term that I hate in MMA. And I don't think it's something that we really have. And it's so like, I feel like it's so disrespectful to the other guy, but let's be fair. It's Sam Alvey. It's Sam Alvey. Yeah. At this point, he's a fucking tuna fight. Like, yeah. like he lost to Chris Curtis, got knocked out. He needed, he needed this win to get back on track. Now we can watch him lose to, to tougher competition now. Yeah. So excited for that. Yeah. Speaking of tough competition. I mean, I like these segues that I'm making today. I made like six of them and I don't care how good they are or not. Speaking of a good segue. Yeah. Uh, Shevkat Rachmaninov. Oh, Rachmaninov. Yeah, Rachmaninov. Rachmaninov. Chub scale for me, huh? Oh. Hey, how's about that kick landed perfectly, but how's about him knocking him out on the ground from ground and pound, huh? Oh, Mano, uh, everything about that fight was great. Carlson Harris was still in it, and then one perfectly timed uh, wheel kick. Ground and pound punch. No, because the wheel oh, kick the got him down. Pound. Because the ground and pound like knocked him out. Like you could see, uh, I think it was uh, uh, Beltran in there. You know, ju- you know, <laughs> you know, repping the fight. I, I'm pretty sure that like you could see, like you know, he he was still Carlson Harris was still kind of defending himself. And then all of a sudden, one punch goes through, and then his arms fall down, and you're like, oh yeah, that's he is knocked the fuck out. Uh, and also Rachmaninoff just 
uh, after so, so fucking just wiping, just taking out the trash, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, wiping your hands after a fight. Come on, dude. That's pretty. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty fucking gangster. Uh, right. Um, and also he's from Kazakhstan. So very nice. Uh, very nice. Um, yeah. I mean, there's not really much to say. But, I mean, watch out for him. Uh, he's 15 and 0. Uh, he's a fucking killer, dude. Yeah, he's. Uh, I liked his blue shorts with the uh, the yellow writing. Thought that was cool. I don't see a lot of people with that. Mostly like white. Something else looked pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to um, a fight that was I thought was okay. Uh, it just obviously it's it was very heavy, like very wrestling heavy. Um, I think Soriano did fine. I thought he was doing some pretty good. Uh, Pretty good damage to Maxima. I mean that that knee in the first round. I think I'm pretty sure uh, that started his his uh, Soriano to Maximov. Um, really, like obviously got everything going, but in that second round, uh, Maximov just started showing the wrestling prowess, and then that was that. Uh, at, pretty much, it was the yeah, rest dude. of the, the way that that fight went. Um, and I guess I have to uh, say this: Soriano I saw his knee or something. I saw more than one tweet saying nick maximoff sounds exactly like nate diaz yes i just want to say i disagree i think he has the same vernacular i think it's the same thing happens like when you and i were roommates we used to sound the same like vernacular wise yes yes absolutely but not 100%. like not voice. everything yeah like, not voice but, i thought people were like people were saying that he like also sound because nate diaz sounds like he's fucking been hit way too many times in the head that's true. Uh, yeah, he because he has. Yeah, Nick Nick Maximov just has the um, yeah the, the little bit more of a like a similar a very similar cadence to Nick Diaz, um, and uh, and like you said the the vernacular. Uh, yeah, and we'll see what happens. And it was also it was all most of the end. He was like, but you know, it's all good. I, yeah. I could see he was like I, that that I was trying to sound like Nate actually, but he, when he was like. You know, it's all good. It's like I could see, but I couldn't see. <laughs> I was like, yeah. bro, are you high? Maybe that's why he sounded like Nate Diaz. Maybe after maybe after the fight, they were like, here, uh cannabinoids help with brain trauma. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. We're just, you know, yeah. talking up a little bit. That makes a lot of sense. Uh um, it doesn't, but that's this podcast. Uh Nick Maximov, eight and no. Um with a performance like that last night. Um, it's kind of one of those weird things, like we're obviously pretty dominant. It got pretty dominant in the half, but like you know, with Rachmaninoff coming right before him, uh, sorry, being right before him, using coming is just very, very it's just setting me up for really bad things. Yeah, uh, or good things, depending on how things. you look. That's yeah, or great. dare to be great, Leo. Dare to become. Uh, um become what you want to be yeah there we go that's it there we are that's the money shot all right uh just with that being said oh my uh, god i have to tell you something off camera keep going okay uh i um yeah we'll see what's what's next for maximoff can i just say like super exciting i'm not one of those guys that gets too into like card placement and things like that right and and i get that brendan allen was a late replacement but how about Brendan Allen beat the fuck out of Punahale Soriano recently and Soriano is the co-main event. That's what happens when Ali Abdelaziz is your manager. He's a fucking piece of shit. Well, it's a good... Uh, wait. 
Hold on. Oh, wait. Is that next week? Wait, wait, wait. That should already be stacked up. Ooh, we're about what to find you... something out live on air. What are you talking about? I said I just... something and you said something completely unrelated. Yeah, well, because it, it's unrelated because it made me think about something. Now, give me one second while I figure okay. it out. We're going to be quiet. Just start like our last episode that got so many downloads. You guys listen to that episode so much more than any of our other episodes. Not. We didn't. <laughs> honestly i'm not surprised i but i was listening back today i was like oh there isn't as much dead space as i thought like it's you know if you watch the movie it's good like if you did a live watch along with us oh there we okay. go oh Dang, it's gonna be so oh sorry sorry that's what it was i i, I thought i thought that the bout order was already announced um for the uh for the fight that greg hardy got moved to and it and it was so which is uh, oh. two, 272. And, uh, well, you got a main card, and he's opening up the main card. What a fucking... Uh, anyway. Well, he's managed by the Kawa brothers. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, you know, as they always say, fucking doesn't make... UFC doesn't make any sense. Neither does this fucking podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, moving on to the main event of the evening. Uh, pretty standard, like, uh, sorry, Jack, for not winning. Uh, and Sean Strickland, what was that about? You crazy man. You, you very subdued crazy man. Yeah, here's what I want to say. I've never been too much to like buy like I know pre-fight talk is just pre-fight talk. But was that oh talked all that mess and you're like okay, but if you're Sean Strickland and you're gonna fucking talk about I want to kill somebody, you better go in there and fucking kill get a finish. Somebody <laughs> last like four fights in a row have been decisions. Yeah. And granted, he's he's fighting, you know, tough competition, but at the same time, like get a finish bro like I, I i don't know that that's very like you know fucking troll of me like oh yeah just just finish him well regardless it uh, they they the fight was fine uh you know i i don't really know i mean <clears throat> you know it's so funny because during the 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 narrative that's being pushed of you know from the broadcast team like whoever wins this bout tonight is definitely like should they they should be calling for a title shot they should and i was like after a performance like that absolutely not. nope no 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 they neither of them should be absolutely if, the if, fuck if, not. If jack, yeah if jack the winner of fucking brunson and cannoneer is the is the next yeah. in line yeah the win the fuck all that yeah, exactly. I, I don't know why they even said like that could be a, uh, that's what they should call for. It's like it, if, even if it went to Jack, let's say randomly it did, right. he shouldn't have called for it. Like not, none of them. The, the way that fight went was just very, I don't know, it was just very incredibly lackluster for me. I mean, like I said, I I don't know much too, too much about UFC. I've only been watching it for what? Come on. Six years now. Six oh years. God. That's a long yeah, time. It has been six years. Oh, God, I hate myself for watching it so much. Um, <laughs> Fuck you uh no um <clears throat> yeah so it good stuff happened last night i mean hey also hashtag michael bisping and paul felder banter for the win all 
all day. All the and Bisping the Felder day, on the commentary uh, is the best. It's the best. I mean, it does mean we have to put up with Fitzy, but you know, yeah, Fitzy's not too bad. Uh, but when, uh, yeah, when, yeah, when it's when it's Anik Felder and Bisping, we're we're talking, uh, we're talking dream team. Yeah, we're talking gold, uh, absolute gold, 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 gold. And you know, funny, hilariously enough, um. They were talking about putting, uh, they obviously put, uh, man, why do I, I sh- really have to dedicate her name? Laura Senko. Laura Senko. Putting her on the desk. And that's not what I, like, great. I'm, that's not what I meant. I, I meant we need, we need, we need a girl ringside. We need some, some one of those people needed to get, yeah, that's what we need. I, the desk, I don't care about. I don't care yeah. because, because it's already, it's, it's already charted territory. We want uncharted territory. We want, we want, un, I want uncharted territory. Yes. If, if I, if I, I want to make the movie uncharted, it's coming out. Yeah. We need, we, we need, we need a, a lady ringside. That's what, oh. that's what we need. That's what we need in the UFC. We need, we need a lady ringside on the desk. Ringside. That's what we need. That's what we've always needed. Progress is great. Fantastic. Fantastic. But Laura Senko should be on the desk. Ringside, not the ringside, making the commentary. Let's get it. It's easy. Right? It, Put it's, it there. it's as simple as making Doing it happen. It. Yeah, it's as simple as not letting it happen where only one person, uh, when there's a color commentary, and then um, who's the other? Uh, what's the other person? The what's Fitzgerald and Anik? The the play by play. Yeah, play by yeah, play by play, and then uh, color commentary. It's not good when you have j- those two. That that night when there was just two, it was just uh, I think it was Fitzgerald, and I think it was just Felder. And I was like, okay, come on, not even okay. You're not even gonna. You're just gonna yeah. okay. You're just gonna yeah. say ah. You're just gonna say fuck it. Yeah, no, come on, you can do it anytime, anytime. Let's go, let's go, Dana White. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Every time I say <laughs> let's go, let's go, let's go, I feel like John Voight and um. Varsity Blues. <laughs> well, that was a long way for nothing. Uh, now we're going to take our break and go to the forum. Wow, I forgot what the structure of our podcast is, but yes, we're going to the forum. Yeah, that's what this is. And just like that, we are back. The forum will start in just a moment. I mentioned uh, earlier in the fight recap that I wanted to talk about how I now I'm now so convinced that what Sean Strickland does is a gimmick, and I didn't like expand upon it too much. What I wanted to say was that, like, I feel like all the stuff Sean Strickland says in interviews is like maybe he's like an, using like the environment as like an excuse to like get out his innermost like dark fucking thoughts or whatever and mm-hmm. i guess like that's whatever like chael did an interview like a couple weeks ago with ariel where he said that like he's trained with sean and said he's like the nicest guy and like a really good training partner where like he won't go too hard or he'll he'll match your intensity or whatever like he's really good to train with and i was like maybe he's a fucking one of and then he does this thing or like the last 10 seconds of the fight with Jack Hermanson where he's like, come on, man, the center of your pussy. Ah. And then as soon as the bell rings, hugs him. Oh, so ruin the fucking gimmick, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, I gotta say like the, the part when they were like, 
when when they were you know the little banter they show when um they're getting ready to read the score like you know jack's talking to his coaches john's like then they came in the middle like yeah you got me with some good ones whatever like that was wholesome but i was like i don't want that i don't want it i want i want the fucking mean shots i mean i don't i i want that guy to get knocked out but like i don't want the fucking nice guy in in there yeah like I, said, not- I like that sometimes but in that environment i was just like i felt lied to i felt betrayed i was like you're telling me this guy's a nice guy <laughs> like fuck yeah it was you. pretty it was pretty weird i'm not gonna lie you're right that that it, that the anger and aggression happened in the last 14 seconds and then it to be dropped in that moment is weird 100 all right so let me let me play some of our forum submissions this one is from our boy t cross so happy to be playing his questions again here it goes What's up, boys? I'm standing outside in the freezing cold in a T-shirt waiting for my brand new puppy to take a shit uh, because the bathroom's outside, not inside. Am I right? Um, Anyway, scrolling through Instagram here waiting for my dog to shit. I saw a flashback of the weigh-in stare down between Anderson Silva and uh, Vitor Belfort. And I started thinking about all the all-time great weigh-in stare downs. Is that... The best one ever. What's your guys' favorite one? Love the show. Love you guys. Talk to you later. Oh man, I love this. Oh wait, I I have to play this other one from him real quick. I uh, just wanted to give you guys an up- update. Ten seconds after I sent the question, my dog took a shit outside. So we're in the uh, we're moving in the right direction here. Just figured you guys would like to to add that to the show later. We definitely did. We yeah. We, we, knew, did. we knew the listeners would be. Like waiting with bated breath, like, well, did the dog shit? I want, I gotta know. Yeah. Well, By the way, it did. You guys, if you guys are on Instagram, you have to give T Cross a follow. It's at T Cross the Boss. It's but like B A W S S, something like that. T Cross the Boss. Fucking the cutest dog he just got, dude. I think her name's Sabrina. I'm mean, honestly, she's a puppy still, so like all puppies are cute mostly. But True. I think it's gonna be a cute dog regardless. Right, I agree. Um, way in stare downs <laughs> i got a few that come to mind and i don't i don't want to say one because i feel like like we've talked about how oh when we first started, you know what what this is going to be kind of be sad you know now i'm even going to mention it oh well, we'll talk about it in a second um it's like going a lot of places before you even know where it's going uh yeah i mean <clears throat> honestly angela hills all of hers with her character, her and Roxanne. This is yes. where it's going to go, which is even more sad because next week. Anyway, I know, but but you know those stare downs always are, are funny to me and and are very exciting. Um, I'm trying to think of like other good ones. Uh, the ones that have been coming from those like other leagues right now, where people are just like punching each other in the face right before the fight happens and knocking the other one out, is really funny to me. Um. I mean, big one that I, I do remember uh, just be everyone being, oh, shit, was uh, I don't think that was a way in. That was just like a, a, a the John Jones and, and DC, like the build up to their fight. Oh, yeah. The one they did a stare down. At, at, yeah. at, it was like the MGM. I think they were doing some press. Yeah. You know, John put his forehead on DC's forehead. Yeah. And then it fucking just DC got... pushed him in the throat. John Jones was like, all right, we're throwing hands now. I'm going to fucking kill you. So that one Apparently, was pretty good. DC did like a. I remember for I think the build up when they were supposed to fight a UFC 200, uh, 
DC did like a retelling of that where they that they put the animation. Apparently, yeah. he threw his shoe. Do you remember that? He fucking no. threw his shoe. I, I thought the Austin Bowers thing was like, come on, seriously, yeah. who throws a shoe? <laughs> Which is funny because the guy that did the shoe throwing is an MMA fighter, Joe Sun, an absolute piece of shit. Good. Perfect. Uh, and I and I mean really like absolute piece of shit. So what are yours? Okay, so some iconic ones. Uh, I, I think, and I, I'm, I'm thinking about this for like for two reasons. One or one one reason I don't want to say when I do. Um, we've talked about how like we started watching MMA. Like a big part of it was because of Connor, and now we hate him. He's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So I hate to bring him up for like, you know, in a positive light for some things. But bro, the one with Habib, I'm remembering. Because Chael said Chael was on the desk for that fight and like covering the way covering the way in Shawnee ESPN with Ariel. And he was like, like the way he he broke it down made me realize, oh yeah, he always does that. And he was like, Connor will do the double cross. He'll he'll say to Dana, like, it's okay, I won't touch him. I won't touch him. It's okay. And then he does it. <laughs> Like and I, I think it was specifically that one. He threw like a high kick that was kind of shitty. It was just like yeah, a fucking yeah. like karate kid style, like front kick, like like not even close to hitting Khabib. I was like, what is, what's going on here? Um, but so, some some other uh stare lines I want to highlight. Uh, Alir Latifi versus Sean O'Connell. Um, Sean O'Connell was known for like. I want to say he would like give his opponents gifts at weigh-ins or something. And mm-hmm. literally Tiffy knew that. And so I can't remember. So I, one <clears throat> of them gave the other one flowers and the other one gave them Swedish fish. And I can literally TV Swedish. I can't remember if Sean gave a little TV Swedish fish because he's Swedish or if a was like, Oh, I'll pretend it's like Swedish fucking cuisine or whatever. It sounds more like it was more like Sean O'Connell gave it and literally just like fucking give the flowers. Like whatever, give him some fucking flowers. But I remember being like, this is kind of fucking wholesome or whatever. Um, and uh, anytime Tim Elliott has a stare down where he like refuses to make eye contact and he looks at the floor. I love that. Cause, cause he'll, he'll like basically look at them like on the way to the stare down like it's not like he never looks down. It's almost like okay, I'm in stare down mode now, and like look down. Yeah, you know, who, you know who else is good? Uh, whose who stare downs are really funny. Uh, it doesn't seem like he can fight at all. Uh, the really good jujitsu guy, I can't remember. Ryan Hall. Oh <clears throat> yeah, the the blinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just his stare downs are always just like he's just like doesn't even look like he wants to be there, which is always the best. I know. I love it. I love it. And I love um, Meatball Molly stare-downs, too. I don't think there's any specific one that I want to shout out. Just, I feel like she she always, like, she, she also, like, talks to her opponents, too. She's like, let's see what fucking happens then. Like, Yeah. Oh, I love Molly McCann so much. She's going to be my She's new so favorite. She's so great. I was, I was listening back to our uh, Bruised episode today. Uh, and when you referenced her last episode, like, I just want to bevy lad. I'm buzzing. I just want to so hug she, her. Yeah, I'm so happy that she made a t-shirt and is making money off that. Good. Uh, 
okay so that's yes. it that's, thank you yeah. too, I was like, is there, was there more no we're no, good on no. that thank dog taking a shit that's it yeah dog taking a shit bro it's a really cute dog i gotta say really cute shit probably right. too yeah really yeah. yeah yeah she makes little cute poops yeah got it all right Buenos dias, jabronis. It's Ben Kylie here from the Hindfight MMA podcast. I've got a warning for you. There's a storm coming. There's a storm in the welterweight division. Got all these old heads up the top. It's not that deep. But as we saw last night, Shavkat Rachmanov. You've got Kamzat Chemaev. You've got Sean Brady. All these undefeated up-and-comers. They're coming for that title. Uh, my question to you is simple. Out of those three or any other prospects you can think of, who at welterweight is the most likely to win the belt? Uh, love the podcast and Ariva Dirty. I love this question. And I remember you think how like people and I and I'm guilty of this too. And as I say guilty of it, like I agree with it. People say how how fucking boring of a division welterweight is because the guys at the top don't fight. Uh-huh. I and I'm like when Ben phrased it, that was the way I was like. Yeah, it's mostly filled with like people who are not like not saying they're old, but they've been around for a while and it's like do or die for them kind of. It's like now or never and they have to be choosy. And so once these fucking young bulls push them out, it's going to be a fucking exciting division again. Um, mm. So that said, out of the names he said, I'm going to probably go with Hamzat if I was to be serious. Although I'm going to throw another name in there. One who who I think could be easily be champion. Muslim King of Kung Fu Salikov. Okay, I like that a lot. But I uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think yeah, I think Hamzat is it. Uh, just the just the way that he um, has been like really dominantly moving through everyone really quickly. So and, and as far as like in line to get the next title shot after whatever dust settles in the next couple of. Um, months for the welterweight division um you know he's he's got you know one more fight and then and then he's on to the to the title uh yeah no yeah pro- that's probably what the situation is gonna be he's probably got one more fight and then it's title for him um so yeah he's probably gonna be the one that's gonna that's gonna get it done uh i mean not to not to uh, well, if that's the case, then it looks like Rachmaninoff and Hamza Chimaev will probably be the next fight, to be honest with you. Bro, if they fight together, <clears throat> yeah, that's I'm pretty an sure amazing fight. That's probably going to be it. Uh, because I know the way that the system works is, is like the way that hype trains kind of work, you got to kind of derail them. And if you send two hype trains after each other, one of them's got to get derailed. So there you go. Right. So let's do either those two. I don't think Hamza has a fight booked at, uh, right now, right? I don't think. Well, they were t- they were talking about the Gilbert Burns fight. Oh yes, 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 yes. That yeah, I don't know right. if it was made official, but it seems like they're both down. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So I mean, after Gilbert Burns, yeah, then maybe that won't happen. Maybe, maybe. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, the, the welterweight division would get too tied up. Yeah, it would probably just be. Hamza Tamaya versus Gilbert Burns, and then for the title after that. Uh, but yeah, definitely, definitely him. Uh, so yeah. Uh, thank you, Ben Kylie, for the question. Uh, and Arrivederci to you as well. Arrivederci. And that's it. 
Uh, why don't no. you go ahead and, and shout your social? Yeah. Just kidding. Uh, All right. This next question, Leo. Yes. This next question. I can't wait. And if it only would play... Oh, Here perfect. Here you go. Hey, Juice and Lee. It's your homie Rhino from the Combat Sports with Rhino podcast. So, um, Leo, I know you're out in California. And then Juice, you are in New Jersey where you've been for quite some time. I know you bounced around a lot to different states on the on the come up but let's keep it you know let's keep it regional let me get your guys top three fighters from your what we're going to call your home state so leo your favorite three fighters from california in the ufc and then juice your favorite three fighters from jersey hope you guys are having a great weekend love you guys love the show talk to you later i love this question do hey, you have any in mind oh yeah i got i got all of them i'm ready uh so number one for me from the state of California, as I was looking through the list of them, so it took me a little bit of time. Uh, Dan Henderson. Hendo. I got to love Dan Henderson because uh, we got to see him fight live. Uh, one of his last fights yep. and comeback victory uh, was amazing. Um, at UFC 199. I mean, just a tremendous, tremendous energy was in that that building for that whole entire fight card so but the fact that hendo did the h-bomb uh to hector lombard yeah Yeah. um was amazing i mean that was awesome um okay so for me lombard is i fucking hate hector lombard uh for me it's actually kind of a toss-up because of the um the controversy i mean nate's probably my second favorite and then yeah that's good. That's a good one. Tony Ferguson actually is a native of uh, Michigan, like our boy Rhino. Oh, really? He, he he lives and trains in California. He's he's more associated with California people think, but like he he went to well, maybe he's from California as well because I know because I know he was uh, anyway. He Bloody went to reps. University of Michigan because Kevin Lee talked about it how he like you know he was an alum or whatever of right, the, right. the same alma mater. Right. And if not him, then Dominic Reyes. Nice. Been uh, fr- fraud good Dominic Reyes. Yeah. What about yours? Who are you in New Jersey? Uh, so, first well, of all, I mean, we know who number one is. If I didn't mention Bobby, Frankie Bobby Knuckles. Edgar, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Frankie Knuckles. Yeah. Um, for sure. And Mickey Gall. Definitely for, for me, number one as well. Number, or number one, Frankie. Number hey, one. Yeah. <laughs> what am I, Anderson Silva? Remember <laughs> that post my interview where he thanked like eight people and then goes, well, first of all, God. Yeah, God. <laughs> yeah, love it. Yeah, so first Frankie Edgar, but also Mickey Gall's also number one too. Yeah, and, and also number one. <laughs> Who's your other number one guy? Jim Miller. Okay, those are good answers. Good, solid answers. Good, solid fighters. Uh, fucking what's it called? Honorable mention. I wanted to mention Paul Felder because he trained in New Jersey at the at Nicotone in in Brick. Um, but he's he's from PA, obviously. He's Philly. He's a Philly guy. Obviously from PA. Obviously from Philly. Although Philly is literally over the river from New Jersey, like like where, where our friend Tom lives in Pennsylvania. He's literally like six hours away from me. Philly is like a block away from being in New Jersey. 
Yeah, same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. Uh, thank you, Rhino, for the question. We're very happy that Fuck we got yeah. that question. Uh, is that it for voice? That's it for uh, anchor voice questions, anchor but we do questions. have one more voice <clears throat> question from our boy MMA Catfish. And Perfect. bro, the Google transcript is undefeated because I have to read what Google Voice thought he said before I played it. Okay. And it's really long, so I'm only going to read some highlights. As a matter of fact, I'm probably only going to read like the first sentence. Here we go. He, Drew Barry, and then they catfish. Get a swim up in you. Hey, Sam Alvey boy, I tell you for one, like the way they, punc they punctuated it as well. I'm like, I don't know if that's how he was saying it. Let you be the judge. Here we go. Hey, Drew, you old baby. It's the MMA catfish. Get a swim up in you. Hey, Sam Alvey. Boy, I tell you, for one, I apologize because I try to bring something specific to both of you. But this week, it really is more of a question for Juice because his close personal friends with Sam Alvey. They're even in the same fight pick league which is pretty cool. I mean, how many of us can say we're close personal friends with a UFC fighter? That's awesome. So proud of him for that. Unfortunately, though, Sam Alvey lost. He's now lost eight in a row, with his last win coming on June 1st of 2018. That's not really great. Hmm. So my question for you this week is, is this the time where we finally see Sam Alvey cut or... Is this where we once again see Sam Alvey leverage what I can only assume is the power of a blackmail tape of a UFC, uh, not UFC, but of a Las Vegas strip cocktail waitress taking Dana White? That is the only explanation for why <laughs> Sam Alvey hasn't been cut yet, is he has a tape of Dana White being pegged by a Las Vegas cocktail waitress and is using it as leverage to blackmail him. Now, myself... I don't see a problem with that, in all honesty. However, we all know, based off of Dana White's personality, his circle of friends, and his many, many statements over the years, he would have a huge problem with people seeing that tape. So, yeah, what do you think? Also, FMP for life. Wow, such a good question. A lot to unpack, but is there a video out there of a stripper cocktail waitress that's pegging dana white absolutely there is definitely does sam alvey have it possibly more than likely yes. a very good chance because there's a very good chance that video exists and there's another very good chance that sam alvey has it the reason why i say that how long how long are fight contracts normally so that's all i'm curious there, about well there's they're usually like six fights and then there's also like sometimes uh a time limit on as well yeah i think it's like usually two like usually three fights a year so there's like two years yeah but it's not it's different for everybody sometimes i'll do a fight contract so i we i think everybody needs to see sam alvey's fight contract after after this if he's not cut if he's not cut i think we i think you know we need to check the tape because what's going on uh losing eight in a row i mean would get anyone anyone off the roster right like let, anyway. me pull, let me for real pull up his record because like what the fuck man yeah there's no like, way that this at this point the contract is, like, is weird like unless he's so... like maybe two fights away one fight away from i don't know 
is making more money than me. So okay, so he really is smiling. So yeah. Uh MMA Catfish was was mentioning a fight in 2018. June 2018. I was against John Volante. That was his last win. That was a 205. Lost to Lil Nog, who by the way is a dinosaur. Lost to Jimmy Crute. Lost to Clitson Abreu. Lost to Ryan Spam. Had a draw with Da Un Jung. Lost to Julian Marquez. Lost to Wellington. Lost to Brendan Allen. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven losses and one draw. It's on an eight-fight skid. Get him out of there. Yeah, he's got some, he's got something on someone. Yeah, he's got dirt for sure. I don't know. I don't know on who, but it's gotta be someone pretty maybe he's got dirt on Greg Hardy. <laughs> Can you imagine what if what if Sam Alvey was Greg Hardy's manager? Oh God! Think about it. <laughs> he's doing a pretty Look good job because he's because he's opening uh he's headlining or so he's opening uh, uh you know pay per view cards. Ugh. I know. God. Anyway, uh, thank you for the question, MMA Catfish. Uh, yeah, he's. <laughs> we'll see. They they'll make the announcement. We'll see. Yeah. Do you remember Matt Besser from mm-hmm. uh, UCB having that character, the we'll see yes. guy? Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, what's your name? Uh, Spencer? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, good character. Great character. Uh, well, okay. that, is that it for all the voice questions? That's it for voice questions. So I have a DM from, from our boy Phil, the MMA dude, and I have some form questions from, from Twitter. Um, I also wanted to mention... Uh, well, I'll mention it in a second, actually, because it's going to be relevant. Um, so let me pull up that DM from Mr. Phil. Perfect. Just stretch it. Just stretch. I need some cherries after this, dude. Okay. So Phil says this. He says, question for the week. Why, Juice and Leo? Thoughts on Colby versus Masvidal as the 272 main event? Personally, I hate it, especially now that non-title slash five-round co-main events can exist on pay-per-views. Why would this headline the pay-per-view? Colby's going to wipe the floor with Jorge. This is such a ripoff. Or am I crazy? Can I be honest with you? I don't know if Colby's going to wipe the floor with Jorge. That's fair. Because I feel like Jorge actually has pretty damn good takedown defense. And like f- for the first fight with Usman, I'm pretty sure Usman couldn't take Jorge down. Mm. Uh, huh. I also, mean, they have just such bad blood. I feel like both of them are going to f- like, it's legitimate fake. Like originally, like when it first started, people were like, oh, this is a work. I legit, but I was like, this is fucking, this is real. Um, and I think they're both going to fight out of character. Oh, that, that makes a lot of sense. Like uh, outside their, their tech. Regardless of how good a fight it may be, it could end up being the next fucking Forrest Griffin, Stephen Bonner five round version. It could it could be the fucking John Jones versus Alexander Gustin. Does not deserve to headline a pay per view, regardless. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm even looking at all the other fights that are on the card itself, and I'm trying to think of what would. The main cards, but you know what? No they, why they the do main it? cards only four fights. 
that's not possible. Yeah. Well, they probably just haven't added another fight. Okay. Um, well, they got to add one quick because it's yeah. coming up. I mean, well, like, well gonna... listen, the, the reason they, they do that is because it appeals to a different demographic. Mm-hmm. My, like when I say, when I say demographic, I mean, like a, a, the casual demographic, like, it, ah. like you're going to get the hardcores on the pay-per-view no matter what, no matter what kind of marketing you do. They want to appeal to the casuals. My dad texted me the other day. Jorge Masvidal was just on Fox News trashing Colby Covington. When is this fight? He wants to see it. Yeah, it's getting out there. So that's what they're appealing to. And again, I don't, you know, it's it's a shitty. Our our next couple of. uh... Fights are pretty good, man. As far as like our fight nights after uh, two seventy one, pretty good. Not gonna lie, we got a good, good, nice fights lined up. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah. The, the, the pol- fights don't fight nights never make. Sorry, pay per view and fight nights can like it it's one of those things like now after, after i've watched so much of it and i've definitely paid for every single ufc like like i paid every single time like every time i paid every time sometimes um, i pay double yeah like i said i did pay double that last time but uh you know it's just like the amount of electricity that comes from certain certain types of fights or something like that like you really don't know like on paper you have no idea what's going to happen that's what's so great about the sport um so like there's like a it's like a pro and a con it's like you could pay 74 dollars for a real stinker of a card is it very likely that you're going to get a stinker of a card no but uh it could happen especially because like and that's what's i think what's what's making um the pre uh sorry the pay-per-view so hard to sell now is that the is that the fight nights are starting to become just as exciting? <laughs> they they actually actually I will even go even so far as to say that fight nights uh, and and pay per views are neck and neck uh, as far as in terms of the grab bag of excitement of what you're going to get now with the amount of talent that's in the UFC, uh, yeah. At some point down on the early prelim of the thing, you're going to start to be like, who are these people? Um, the only thing I will say about the the pay-per-views is that sometimes the prelims do have a little bit better fights, but you're getting those free anyway. So I don't know. It, it's weird. It, they're kind of, they're, it's getting a little bit harder to justify paying that much money because you're getting some bangers like uh, Sean Strickland and Jack Hermanson. No, I'm just kidding. But you're getting bangers for free from Juliana Rosa and, yeah. you know, Steve, you know what I mean? Like, no, you're right. The, the worst thing that could happen to you, the UFC is during the Dos Anjos Fiziev fight, all the fight, every single fight on that card goes, uh, goes all rounds, but they're every single one of them is a war. Every single one of them is back and forth. That's the worst thing that could happen to the UFC. If one night, every single fight, every single fighter on that card just turns everything into a brawl all the way up. That's the worst thing that could happen to UFC. <laughs> the worst possible I don't know if situation. It's the worst thing, but it's definitely it, not good. I mean, because people are already streaming, so it doesn't matter. But I'm just mean like, yeah. you know, you just as far as like payment, pay for it. You know. Yeah. No, that's a good point. So, 
anyway, uh, what was the main thing we were talking about? Well, we have some <clears throat> forum questions I was about to get into, oh, if that's okay, okay with you. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'll just stop talking. <laughs> Sorry, Leo's on mushrooms. Yeah, I, I took some earlier today, and my perspective is a little bit better. Mushroom consciousness, Leo. Thank you. This is much clearer consciousness, Leo. Going to go eat some cherries after this. That's why at the beginning of the show, I said, you said that like you had to remind yourself what plane we were on. I did. I absolutely. And by that, I mean plane of existence. Um, Not like snakes on a plane. These motherfucking snakes. On On this this Monday through Friday plane. Monday through Friday plane. Yeah, that's the edit. questions questions uh the first question is from our, our boys at the scrap two podcast that's tim and jeff um i fucking love their show um i was about to do the theme song i don't know if i should do it fuck it anyway i'm being on feast i'm mad at root i got that profile attitude i'm an octagon with the podcast on let's talk about it on scrap two you know i'm in the rec and begin to flex got the 215 takeaways with tim and jeff so just kick back grab a root it's fight night so you know what we have to do whether we're power punch or grab a move you know we got you covered on scrap two who else can do that right now? No one. No, not even them. They can't even do it. Not even them. Look at this. Look at that. Um, so fire. See? Look all right. Fire in the right corner. I definitely missed like a line, maybe. But anyway, we're not gonna talk about that. Um Whoa. A... <laughs> stop. I just snorted fire on camera. <laughs> Listeners. Snort fire. Keep going. Would you rather irreversibly name slash rename all of your kids Shavkot? Or begin a family tradition of always wearing the Shavkat hat to family events. Begin like, the be, yeah, dude. begin the family tradition of always wearing the Shavkat hat. Are you crazy? I love that tradition, especially because we would show he even puts parentheses when he says family events like funerals, weddings, cookouts, etc. Oh. Hey, I would show up to the motherfucking cookout with those Shavkat hats on, and then be like, "Excuse me, I'm a little uncomfortable. I think that's maybe cultural appropriation." I'm saying. Bitch, you think we ain't Russian? Yeah, exactly. Look at look at us. We're Russian as fuck. You think I you you think I don't? That's Vidania, motherfucker. You, th- <laughs> you don't think I come? You don't think I know where the Caucasus Mountains are on a map? You don't think my blood is eighty percent vodka? Oh, I love that question. Yeah, very, very good. Yeah, no, the hat. I've, yeah, I was like, is it easy one? Events. Like, oh, it, it's a great question, but also, no, easy, I don't want my kids answer. to be named Shavkat, but I do want them to be wearing his hat. I'll do I that do, right now. I will. I will say it at all events. I will make people call me Shavkat too. Yeah, while I'm wearing the hat, like while, while I'm wearing, wearing this hat, hat, you have to call me Shavkat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll fucking wear that to the grocery store. Yeah, <laughs> check my ID. Like, thank you, Mister Jackson. Uh, I'm sorry, it's Shavkat. Just Shavkat alone. Yeah, like Madonna, but Shavkat. Yeah, and then they'll be like, where's your wallet? And you'll be like, I'll get it. And it's underneath your hat. Or I pay with cash, and they're like, here's your change. Yeah, just put, I put it, it in, in the hat. The hat. <laughs> put it in the hat, put it back on. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> put, just dump quarters on your head, and then just put the hat. Back on, yeah, it's quarters, the quarters just fall <laughs> so off. Your like, you dropped that. No, I didn't. The hat stays on during sex. Hat stays on, hat stays on, hat stays on. Um, and socks, 
Whoa, whoa! Now you're going a little bit too far, dude. Am I going too far? My feet bro, you get a bro. I'm sorry. During sex, you have a match. The chef got hat and socks, huh? Yeah, got the matching, socks got, match the hat. Got matching raccoon socks on your feet too. Yeah, like Daniel Boone. Stays on just like Daniel Poon. <laughs> yeah, Daniel Poon. Yeah. Okay, so our next question. <laughs> our next question is from Cakes at Derby C8K3. And hey, listen, uh, she tweeted that she she gave us a review on the podcast. And I would say that I will. Leo, can Look you try and pull up it. your. Well, I did and it wasn't there. And I told and I told her I don't think she could find it. Can you pull it up on Apple Podcast? See if you can see the review. Um, I have the fried. <laughs> Sorry. It's come up friendly. It's fine. Should have it already saved, but I don't. Oh, friendly sparring. There we go. Okay, friendly sparring. There we are. Let's see sports. Wow, wow. We have forty-two reviews. Oh, that was from before. Nobody cared about me at that time. Uh, <laughs> let's see. How do I? Oh, episode C. All. I don't want to see all. Where's my reviews? Where's our... there? We go. See all. Tasty juice. Punk curmudgeon. It's twenty twenty-one. Yep, that's the latest one I see as well. I do not see. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah, no, nothing. Hey guys, leave okay. more. Me- yeah. Hey, yeah. by the way, everyone should be leaving us uh, reviews on on Apple Podcasts, like in general, because right. especially yes. if you don't like subscribe to the Patreon or anything like that, just say good job, just give us five stars, and just say what made you do that, and be like they did, and that's it. That's it. Five stars. And listen, we get the demographics. 52% of our listenership comes from Apple Podcasts. So statistically, most of you are listening to Apple Podcasts right now. Just, just leave a just leave a just leave a five-star review real quick. Get us get a scene and we'll take you to the top with us. Like Michael Chandler says, see you at the top. See you at the top. Bro, like history AGB month. had the funniest tweet, dude. Michael Chandler recently tweeted that out. He goes, see you at the top. And he was like, he has two losses in a row. He's going the wrong direction. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's pretty top going shelf. I'm not going to lie. Wrong direction. <laughs> Bro, I've, I was slapping so hard and I was completely sober at the time. Yeah, those are good. Those are always, he, he belly ached, laughed. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's, what is Cake's question? Her question is favorite MMA slash combat sport movie of all time. Combat sport movie. I'll tell you right now, the best MMA movie. Mm-hmm. Bruce? Is, is Here Comes the Boom. Oh, okay. Now, when you're talking about in general, we got to throw Bloodsport in there. With oh, our, with shit. Absolute fucking banger. <laughs> you look like I just fucking rearranged your brain a little bit you were like i forgot what movies are there's nothing else but blood Bro, sport fucking blood sport changed my fucking life dude i watched that so much when i was a kid oh, i, I watched blood sport all the time was when i was a kid that's when my parents were going through their the when my parents were going through their divorce that's what they put on for me to watch just kidding my parents are happily married not i was like i don't think they're well maybe not happily but they're married um anyway <laughs> uh but Honestly, guys, I watched so much Jean-Claude Van Damme movies when I was a kid. 
Welcome and, to Twitter. Oh, so Twitter. Um, Twitter. <laughs> uh, so dang, that's a good. I was gonna pull something out of my ass and say like Saturday Night Fever or something like that. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I. Uh, yeah, blood. Oof. Yeah, blood sports it for me. Yeah, I just think about the kumite. Make him say kumite. Oh, I love it. And that's it. I mean, and also, and, I gotta say, and, and also, like, also, uh, I'm pretty sure in Bloodsport, I'm almost positive it's Bloodsport. Might be the other one. There are two movies John Claude Van Damme was in that were very similar to each other and very Kickboxer? similar premises. Kickboxer, yes, they had very two very incredibly similar premises, and it might have been Kickboxer, Kickboxer. the one where he's like dancing in the bar with the ladies. Yes, but is that the? Oh, no, I'm mean, gonna look it up because I can't not be wrong. I can't be wrong about it. So give me a second. Um, also, blood sport. Blood sport. I just want to make sure everyone that's in it is in it. Yeah. Uh, so that's the one also with uh, Forrest Whitaker. And also the most badass moment whenever they're like, you're coming with us. Then they shoot their tasers at him and he grabs the top of the trash can lid. <laughs> and then it shoots shield. back towards them. And he says a shield shoots back towards them. Although I think it was the 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 police officers that are doing it not not them maybe i don't know i can't remember that movie very well but i did watch it all the time all the time so my memory's going so there we go um but yeah probably blood sport or rocky three i was gonna say as as much as i and and i'm 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 growing into boxing now but i was i was slow to to do that even before i you know like i was like the rocky movies dude yeah I was talking about this, like when it comes to media, even if I don't like a sport, like you ask me what my least favorite sport is, I will say soccer so fast before you even finish that question. <laughs> One of my new God. favorite shows right now, Ted Lasso. Okay. All about so that's soccer. fair. Like yeah. I love sports media. I love sports like movies. Fucking remember the Titans. I give yeah. a fuck about football, but I love when they play it and talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Little Giants kidding me all about it yeah fucking radio friday night Light, right radio dude my dad fucking loves that movie hey how's so about that movie is actually kind of offensive because they just never learned his name they just kept calling him radio it's so is offensive it? yes it's it offensive based on a real guy and that's what they call yeah, him uh yeah well i know but they could have just learned his name they just said oh radio and then his mom was like why do you call him that his name is this and then they were like bah. I don't care. Radio. Call him by the sure, name that he wants to be. I'm pretty sure in the name. Radio. He was if, like, if they made if they made radio now, he get get canceled immediately. Even like, if the even if the guy came out a true story at the end, still got canceled. I, I'm pretty sure he, he was like, no, I like radio. Call me radio. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure he did, but we don't know that because we don't know the guy. But anyway, yeah, Rocky three, definitely Rocky three. Uh, what about Rocky four? Isn't isn't Rocky three with Mr. T? Rocky three is with Mr. T. Rocky wait a four with Ivan Drago. With oh no, Dolph Lundgren. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Does, Rocky does. four, Rocky. Oh, Rocky four. Okay, so weirdly enough, this is very interesting to, to think of because Rocky one, Rocky one, he fights Apollo Creed and loses. Rocky two, he fights Apollo Creed and wins. Rocky three, Clubber. Lane, Mr. T comes in and, you know, fights him. Uh, 
that rock the rocky series to me specifically like rocky one and two are good but like three and four are as far as like drama and like really hitting the stride of like a good good like inner the entertainment value for rocky three and rocky four went up immensely um after the first two i think the first two had like this like kind of rough and tumble thing i think once rocky got into his like superstardom and that that whole stuff the entertainment value of those like and having um mr t as the other opponent and then having dolph lundgren as your other opponent get out of here so and then they did because then rocky five came out so but i will say this balboa or was that Rocky yeah, Six? that might have been rocky balboa might have been Rocky, but no, because it was Rocky Five. Because Rocky Five was, uh, Rocky Six was uh, was Rocky Balboa. Rocky Five was the one with the Tommy Gun or whatever the guy's name was, whatever the kid's name was, was the fighter. Uh, well, talking about the one but, that we made recently, or not recently, but like two thousand six or something like that. There was an yeah, that was that was I mean, probably Rocky Balboa. That was the sixth one. Antonio Tarver playing Mason the Line Dixon. Talk about yes. problematic uh, people getting canceled. Fucking. Can't believe he agreed to be in that. Like I can't, I can't believe he got the character name and was like, <clears throat> "Yeah, that sounds good." Well, but also the Rocky movies also spawned a pretty good. I mean, Creed is pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, that was a pretty good movie. So, anyway, too much about sport movies. Uh, not enough about blood sport and getting a sequel. So, John Claude Van Damme could definitely do still do those kicks. So, although I'm pretty yeah. sure they did do something like that where he came back and was like, "I'll do blood sport again." Didn't he fucking go sparring with uh, Cody Garbrandt? He was a little drunk and he kicked Cody Garbrandt. That sounds like the most John Club Van Damme thing of all time. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's mine. Bloodsport. Love that. Hands down. And that's it. That is it. Wow, we've been talking for a while now, huh? We have. But Leo, we're not done. Done. Well, I know we're not done. Man, that's done with it's, the forum. It's, it's been a while since we've done this. It's been actually a very long while since we've done our fight picks for the next week. It has been. Um, and I'm, you know what? I sometimes I go back and listen, and sometimes I make a reference. And last night, I took Gore. I put on Twitter that I, I actually picked Gore uh, on the fight pick league, and then turned out battle one. Turns out I was wrong. So, anyway. Uh, with that being said, uh, let's get to our fight picks for UFC 271. Early prelims. Ooh. Oh, wait, we're not doing prelims. I'm an yeah. idiot. Main card. Actually, we I'm sorry. We do have to talk about we do have to talk about one card, one fight. Yes, we do on the prelims. On the prelims. Roxanne and Happy Warrior Modafferi. Modafferi. Her last fight, Casey O'Neal. you know, hey. don't pick against Roxy. Don't pick against Roxy. And don't and don't try and be cute with it either. Like, oh, like, I hope she wins. This is just how I see the lines. If I see anyone fucking picking Casey O'Neal, it's it's on site, dude. It's on site. You're getting yeah, a fucking... Yeah, I mean... I'm going to send you a bag of my shit. There's a... <laughs> Motherfucker, so, someone very, posted... Very I'm not aggressive. even saying any names, but someone posted this video... Of Casey O'Neill being like, oh, she's gonna need a lawyer when I'm done because I wanna, or I'm gonna need a lawyer because I'm gonna catch a murder charge or whatever the fuck. Hey, all you need is if mm, I can't say it. Oh, I was texting right about this. I can't say it, but I want to say it so badly. Anyway, I started to like Casey O'Neill now the way she's talking, 
fuck her and fuck done so with her anyway we're gonna get live we're gonna some, like someone's gonna cool, get live so reaction like shots of, of juice watching rock sam Perry's final speech in the cage it's gonna be pretty no one wants to see videos of me crying everybody wants to see videos of you crying everybody wants to see that uh so um especially you crying on your hog but anyway um i'll wipe uh, my tears with it i'll just bring it up yeah just bring it up a little bit uh yeah so we're picking roxy there is no doubt about that um and what a great what a great inspiration of a fighter i mean what the best one of the best things to probably happen to the ufc as far as story-wise and just just the the types of attitudes that you need to have towards fighting we're going to talk about it you know obviously next week as well i just i just i just really want to you know kind of point to juice's story for this specifically in the concept that anybody it could be anybody anybody can do it anybody can and and roxy is really that that perfect example of that like gets in there wants to fight enjoys it find found her you know she said that for better or worse you know ufc is kind of fighting in the ufc has made me uh a better person for everything that's happened in my life in general so you know it just she's a great happy warrior and we are sad to see her go uh and it's going to be a pretty interesting week next week but we have our business to attend to and talking about the uh main card wow starting off the main card I feel like we just saw this guy. Bobby Green we versus did. Hawk Prost. What a fucking banger. It's Bobby Green all day. Fuck anyone that picks Nasrat Hawk Prost. Yeah, I'll, I will definitely take Bobby Green. Taking Bobby Green all the way to the bank. Absolutely. 100%. And then uh, our next fight, we got Kyler Phillips and Marcelo Rojo. Kyler uh, into the Matrix Phillips all day. Yeah, same. Picking Kyler. Uh, <laughs> um, into our next fight, which is Jared Cannonier and Derek Brunson. Good fight. I, this fight, fight has the potential to be either either incredibly interesting. This could be the fucking headliner of a fight. Yeah. Now. Or incredibly boring. But it, yeah. it, it, it's got. I don't think it's it'll got, be boring. They'll I don't think it'll be boring. Yeah. So, oh, but who to pick? You I know think, what? I think Cannoneer takes it. I'm going with Brunson. Mm. I'm going with Brunson. I think he can pull it out. Oh, that's right. I forgot it's blonde Brunson. Yeah, it's blonde Brunson. I think he can pull it. Oh. It's it's uh demolition. Cannoneer beats Brunson. regular Brunson though. Yeah. Okay, fair I enough. Agree. I like these mythical fighters. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. Blonde Brunson is a good one. That's another good one. I think I'm still going with Cannoneer though. Of course, that's fine. But Just blonde Brunson, case. I think I think yeah. blonde Brunson's got. Oh, it. we cover our bases. You know, half a friend. Oh, for, Forest Realm Yuri. That was the other one. That Forest was... Realm Yuri. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Dude, so excited. I, I mean, the fact his fight is so far away, but still stoked for that. Uh, is it even booked? I don't uh, think so. I, 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 at the very least, I know that the contracts and everything. Like, because, because uh, the next, the net, one of the next uh, coming up fights, uh, fight nights is um, uh, Blakovich versus uh, uh, Rocket. Rocket. So that's that's booked. So it's dead. Uh, Yuri is definitely going to be fighting for the title um, next, and I think like late May, maybe June. I think is what they said. Actually, I think he put seven five. So even 
like July, um, but we'll see. It might be International Flight Week. We'll see. Uh, next one. Okay, this isn't tough for anyone. This isn't this isn't a tough decision for me. It's Derek Lewis, one hundred percent of the way. Derek Lewis on that ass, but. No, it's Derek Lewis all the way. I can't. I can't not. I I, a, I never thought about picking Ty for a second, but I do feel bad about it. Yes. And get, like, guilty I do. about it. Like you said, it's not a hard decision, and it, and it, it's not, it didn't take a lot of deliberating, but it's not something I take lightly. Like, we love Ty. For me, it's like, it's probably like 60-40, but that 10% that makes the difference is so strong, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I can't. It's pretty. Yeah. 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 So Derek Lewis all the way, Black Beast in this hole. We cannot not represent Derek Lewis forever, forever and ever. I, I will not ever back away from that. I, I don't care who he's fighting. I can't. Even even if if eventually I know Tom Aspinall and him are going to fight. Yeah. I, I still, I'm going to pick Derek Lewis. Doesn't matter. Now, this main event. even though this is a, this is two, right? Or three for them. Two. Yeah, this is two. I feel like we've had this conversation before. You thought they definitely fought twice. I'm like, this no, is, they definitely this haven't is fought the before. Time. They only fought the once. Uh, Israel Adesanya. Me too, dude. Yes. Yes. But. Mm-hmm. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a closer fight than the last. With a caveat. For sure. That if Robert Whitaker wins, I will be very happy for Robert Whitaker. Oh, 100%. Like, I was, I was telling this to Pat Tobin today. Like, he was like, because I, I, made, I made a joke tweet. Fuck, dude, fucking people on Twitter like think tweets are contracts and they're so fucking dumb. Like I made a joke tweet that I was like, oh, f- fucking Rob knocks out Izzy, I'll delay my account. By the way, never said what account on what platform. So take that as you will as my built-in loophole. Uh, but anyway, uh, I said I said that and uh, Rob was like, sorry, man, if it happens, it'll be a dream come true. <laughs> and he said something like, he said something super like pointed. He was like, dreams are free. And I was like, damn bro that's really deep dreams are free and then i was like i got a little i got a little sentimental i was like i'll be happy for you if rob wins but then after i hit send on the tweet i was like i still want izzy though yeah of course (laughs) i mean is real mobility to me gonna fucking be still a champion dude i can't wait yeah it's it's gonna be a spectacular showing i can't i can't wait it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good night of fights with the very at the very least the the yeah, the main card's pretty stacked. It's really stacked, actually. Uh, so we will see. And that are those are our picks. And that's the episode. I don't think we have a title of this episode yet. Uh, well, I think Juice already has it. He's pretty good about that. Yeah, I'm pretty good about it. Uh, whenever we get it. Uh, anyway, you can follow me at LeoGH2113 on Instagram and Twitter. 
And uh, yeah, juice. And you can follow me at Friendly Spar Pod. Nowhere else, though. I only have the one account. That's it. Don't even try to follow him anywhere else. Don't even try. Don't even try hunting him down. But here are lovely patrons that I want to shout out. Please. I'm talking Callum, talking APB, Sandy Pants, Alex from Jersey, T Cross, Filthy Casual, Fee, Dave L, Jimmy the Drunk, Tricky Dick, Mix the Man, Anonymous, David Everett, Wholesome MMA, Brian Pichet, Dave, aka Nobby Buckles, Super Manly Nick, David S, and D Crons. The best people I know. Yeah, th- thank you guys so much for for supporting the show um, on Patreon and, and doing all. It's it's really such a wild thing that I when when Juice first came to me with the idea and the fact that there's people doing it and and more of you guys coming out the woodwork. It's been awesome and we really do appreciate yep. it. And we love the Fight Pick League. I'm I'm super stoked about it. And I speaking of that. Oh. Yeah, I wanted to read out the standings. We don't do it often because it's mostly for the patrons. But uh, I just got a call, like literally as we were shouting out the patrons, Jimmy the Drunk commented, strap season, because he's, spoiler alert, in the top three. Oh, shoot. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to read him on it. So number one leading the charge is David Everett with 255 points. And we talked about this last time, like last season, David Everett was in the lead like pretty much the whole time. And then Dave L at the last second fucking came in strong in the last week. It was it was wild. But David Everett, 255. Nobby Buckles is uh is in second place with 230. And it's so funny. He commented on the results. He was like, I knew I knew putting up that dart board would be handy. About throwing <laughs> darts at a board. I mean. Oh, sorry. I, I say he's in the top three because I I written I wrote him third. But he's tied for second at 230 also, Jimmy the Drunk. Oh. So Jimmy the Drunk, I mean, technically second place is still the top three, but um, he's, he's, in, he's tied for second right now. Uh, Decrons is third place. Our homie okay. Decrons. Um, David S. is 210. And uh, as, uh, as Nobby Buckles pointed out last week, what is it what is it uh, right behind david s is dave l he was like fucking dave supremacy like they're all at the top dude yeah your name is dave You're you dave. know how to pick mma fights uh so david dave l 205 sandy pants is at 200 nick at 190 and t cross 170 brian pichet 150 Leo, you're at you're at uh, 145 right now. Um, the strap Shark is K mine, guys. Just joined this week. It's, uh, 65 points. Pamela's uh, leading leading the pack at 60. Uh, Harry Andrews at 55, and Tricky Dick is at 45. Those last uh, four. Well, pa- well, Cupcake just participated this week, and then Pamela forgot a week. Harry Harry was missed the first week, and then forgot this week. Tricky Dick only did one week so far i think okay. so that's why they're a little shorter but these are fucking these are heating up dude david ever like i said he's leading the charge but nobby buckles and jimmy the drunk are hot on those heels dude everyone's gonna be hot on those heels guys we'll see i mean it's so many this league is gonna be everyone wants that butt plug belt it's great it's the best Ugh. the fact that you get to hold it is so cool um but that's okay 
It is okay. And you know what else is okay? Ending this podcast.